All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Black Fatherhood Podcast. My name is Jay Cortez Thomas, and this is... We also have our guest... Salam Muhammad. Salam Muhammad. And we are back talking about mental health in the black community, especially with black men and black fathers. Uh, before we... Like, last episode, we left off talking about how we influence our children in the home and their mental health stability within the home based on the precedent that we set. Um, I kind of want to continue on that just because in the break, we talked on some, some, some real cool stuff. So basically we are the catalyst for whatever happens with our kids. They see us, they're going to mimic it, but we were also talking about choices, right? Uh, once again, choices, it comes down to, but also opportunities to make those choices. Um, once again, we got to create an environment in which the kids and the dads and the moms and whoever's involved have to have multiple outlets so that they have multiple choices to pick for what they do with the mental health. So whether it's talking to a girlfriend, a, a friend of yours, a dude, whatever, somebody at the church, a pastor, uh, whoever, talk to somebody. And then on the on the flip side, what do you do with that stress? Where do you take it? Salam likes to go fishing. I think that's cool. I like to fish. My thing, one of the my, my outlets got taken away from me when we talked about in the break. I ruptured my Achilles tendon on the left. Then I ruptured my right one playing basketball. Basketball for me was the biggest outlet. It I could literally get a ball. I and I need to start doing that. And I told my wife I got to get a hoop again. But if I I just if I get a ball and a hoop, I don't even have to have no. I don't have to play no game. It could just be me and a hoop. If I put up shots, it's just me and that. I'm dribbling. I hear that ball just hit the ground. Something about it just it just does it for me. I could do it in the rain. I could do it cold. It don't matter. Put a hoodie on. Whatever. I'm out there shooting. Music is an outlet for me. That's why I was rapping for so many years. That's why I did what I did because music was an outlet for me. Still is, but I don't really do it as much anymore. But uh, writing is an outlet for me. Um, I write just random stuff all the time. <laughs> like I just, I write. Um, the other outlet for me that I think is positive is I like to get involved in stuff like this. Because things that bother me, I get to get out. Like the the biggest thing that was bothering me was that statistic. When I found that statistic about black fatherhood in the home, bothered that mess out of me. And I was like, well, what am I going to do about it? So now I have an outlet to actually do something about it. And that's what makes me happy seeing that we have an opportunity to give black men something that they don't get somewhere else. That's just, it's an outlet for me. Dwayne, you asked Salam what his outlet was. What is your outlet for stress? My stress outlet came with basketball, and then when I stopped playing basketball, I had to find an alternative. And for a minute, I struggled. Like I love to write, I do poetry, short stories, and like that's just something that I love to do. So I leaned on that more. So when I wasn't able to have a ball in hand, um, but I would definitely say basketball, writing, and then outside of that, it would be with being with my children. Like they are a stress relief. For me, outside of, I guess you could say, the worldly things and what life brings, being able to sit with them and have that legitimate 
time that that's a stress relief for me. Definitely. Yeah, I would. I, I I'll, I'll second that. Being around my kids as crazy as they can get sometimes. They need that energy. Yeah. For me, it's no better feeling than being able to look at them and just really see the joy and stuff and excitement that they get from just spending the time with, with their dad. Playing next to you, watching TV or whatever the case, but they're genuinely excited. Yeah, yeah. Not, I got to be able to relax in that moment. There's no point. In everything else is pointless. They're not caring about themselves. So, yeah, I definitely use them as a stress relief. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got the Black Fatherhood exactly. basketball tournament coming real soon, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, I ain't playing. But uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to break nothing else. Um, but I feel like because this was the topic that was coming up, and I had talked to my boy Dave, and we were talking about but just this. Like, what do you do? We we. This is the funny thing. Stuff like this makes you have them conversations because we never had that conversation. I never asked them, what do you do to de-stress? What do you do to, uh, de- that's what we were, the word we were using, decompress. What do you do to decompress? I, I don't know. I didn't really think about it. And then when he starts sharing how he decompresses, I'm like, I probably should try that. Then vice versa. So now we have fishing. I forgot I like to fish. I forgot because I ain't done it in so long. I don't have a tackle box. I don't have no... No, no, no pole. Right. I don't have that stuff no more. I may need to go get it, you know, just because that's something I like to do. But until we have these conversations, we don't know what we could do to de-stress and de de decompress. And it don't have to be something to take a lot of money either. Like that's a, that's the thing about it. Like picking up a basketball, going to a gym, going to a like the the, the corner school. Or, that's free. You know what I mean? Going to the park with your kids is free. You know, fishing ain't free, but <laughs> it don't cost that much money to do, you know, and um, like certain hobbies and certain things that people do. I'm just learning that it's a way to get their mind off of the day to day and whatever you could do to get your mind off the day to day. Because, I mean, like I, t- like I said in the last episode, black men, we are stressed out. We got a lot to be stressed out about. We got a lot to 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 do every day. We got a lot of responsibilities. You don't have to be responsible in that moment. You don't have to, you know, in that moment, it's just you and that water. It's just you and that ball. It's just you and whatever. And I feel like the more that we do, that's a weird sound. The more that that we do, the better. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just going to better us in the future. So um, I'm trying to learn what those things are, learn what I do to decompress so that my kids... I can share that with him. Like Salam, I I didn't know that till you told me. But he takes his kids fishing. That's sharing his decompression with the next generation. And so it's like they might, when they get older, have their kids, and they doing the same thing. And why do you do this? I don't know. My dad did it with me, and I felt good doing it, so I do it again. You know, and they don't even know why. But it's just it's a way for them to decompress. And I we all need to know what those things are and have options. Towards them. Yeah, it gets back to our options because if we don't have many options when it comes to decompression, it's going to fall short. You got to figure out what helps you or where you can let it out. And without it being something radical, it don't have to be much. Like my daughter loves to draw. 
and she'll come to me that can draw with me. Yes, I'll take that time for us to get into a whole little moment where we're just vibing with each other and I'm free. I, I love to draw too. And it's ironically passed on to her. So right. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool, you know, so to see the same thing in her and then want her, yeah, love it. I'll go de stress for her anytime. Want to draw? I'll ask her, hey, man, you want to draw today? Mm-hmm. Because I'll feel some type of way, but I know when I go into this, I'm, I'm better. I'm cool. Like that chamomile tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to relax. Yep, you know? so yep. It's just finding that that comfort zone and believing in it and understanding you can have, you're supposed to have a sense of peace. You're not supposed to have all that weight on your shoulders and just be stressed all the time because we're men and that's what we're supposed to do. Right. No. And you can be Superman every day, but Superman is still fun kid. Right. So you got to deal with You still got to deal with and I feel like mental health also is tied to your physical health a lot of time. And I don't think we talk about that enough in the black community as much as like we got to take care of our bodies because it does help your mental state. You know what I'm saying? How we eat, you know, it helps your mental state. You have more vegetables, more whole foods. It helps you in your mental state because you you feel alert. You feel, you know, you feel good. You feel good. You are good. You know what I'm saying? So like um, working out like. I was more consistent at a time. I'm back. I'm trying to get back into it. Yesterday, I was the first time I was at the gym in like probably a couple months. But the thing is, is I always watch what I eat. I don't necessarily work out as much as I should, but I watch what I eat. But I started doing that when I started feeling bad all the time. And I was like, why am I feeling bad? Maybe it's this cheeseburger. Might be a, might be a, you know what I'm saying? They might be connected. So as I started eating better, then I started feeling better. I was always an athlete. And so I knew what feeling good was. And then I knew how I felt. I didn't feel the same. So I was like, I got to go back to my athlete days. I got to eat right. I got to do this, that, and the other. I don't think we stress that enough too much in the black community. We need to do that more, especially as black men. We got to, we got to take more responsibility and accountability when it comes to physical health. I just dropped, started, I started this journey like three, four years ago. I was 226 pounds. I'm 175 pounds. So we the same. Yeah, yeah. 183. Yeah. So it it the the difference in how I feel from from 226 down to 170 is different. And so it's like uh I'm saying this as a testament. Like it your mental health is really it really helped my mental. Yeah, it really helped my mental a lot. And sometimes when I start feeling a certain way, I'm wondering like, is it just because I ain't been? So I watch my diet again. I start getting back in the gym, whatever. Um, my sleep's not right. If I'm not waking up good, you know, this, that, and the other. So um, I think we definitely got to do that. But decompression is huge. Um, another thing is creating an environment in your house. You have to create it. So there may be a room you have. It's got a TV in it. That's where you go watch the game. That's where that's dad's room, whatever it is. You got to create that environment in your own home. My my kids, my wife, she knows like what I, I my my time is after I put the kids to bed. So it's about an hour after I put the kids to bed between like 9 9 and like 10:30. Like I kind of just like decompress from the day like i'm just like you know whatever do whatever watch something do something but just whatever i don't want to really talk i don't want to then i'm back to me 
you know, um, but I got to have that time in the morning. I'm a stickler for that. Like, don't talk to me first thing in the morning. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's bad for you. You gonna? It's not good for nobody. <laughs> it really, it just really ain't good for nobody. Talk to me that early in the morning. My daughter's just like me. She wake up cranky. She, you know, she well, not. She's not. I take that back. She's very pleasant in the morning, but she just don't want to talk to you for like ten minutes because she's still sleepy. Like, like right. leave me alone. Me, I'm cranky. Don't. Don't talk to me. Like, I mean, like, just leave me alone. Let me get once I'm up. Okay, I'm good. But, uh, but I need that time. And you have to learn you and learn what's good for you. Because a lot of time, because we're men and we have families and we have, we sacrifice a lot, and we sacrifice our own selves. Sometimes we sacrifice our own time. We sacrifice our own energy. My wife had to get me on that. She was like, "That's really what's kind of." catapulted me taking care of myself and doing all these things. And she was like, we had kids and all of a sudden it became about everything else, but your yourself, which is okay. Cause you have to, right. I got to give up some stuff for, I got to sacrifice for my family. I got to sacrifice for my kids. I got to sacrifice, but I can't lose all of myself. I think that's where we, we come into like a little pause because we do as men we when we get our families and our kids and whatnot we're trying to give them everything we didn't have or whatever the case may be so we're going go home straight across the wall we lose sight of ourselves and what used to make us happy mm -hmm. little things that in a sense was us mm -hmm. we lose that little essence like you said it is okay because you have your responsibility but in the midst of all that you have to try and keep yourself on if you do lose it, it's okay but go you gotta get back. Go back to it and make sure you get back to who you were and find that common ground of i know how to operate for myself and make sure that i'm happy because if i'm not happy if any operate i can't help him or be beneficial for him right it's not because you love them i yeah. love my wife i love my kids i love being a business owner and the people under me and all that kind of stuff but I can't serve everybody and forget me completely. Now, I give up a lot, but I'm not going to give all of it. And there was a time when I was giving all of myself and forgetting myself. And so I was the last person on the list. And I got to be second to last or something. I can't be just dead last, you know, because I got to have, you just got to have a little bit for yourself. You got to have a little bit left. For you, you give. We give up so much as black men that that you know, our jobs. We give a lot to our spouses. We give a lot to our kids. You gotta have some reserve though, for yourself. Yeah. And it's funny because I was just having a conversation recently, and it's the intent on being quote unquote selfish. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Like when it comes to your mental health and your well being, it's okay to be selfish. a little bit selfish, yeah, because you're thinking about. Your well-being. It's not taking away from how you feel about this person or that or the situation, whatever case. No, but it's okay to have that little bit of selfishness to make sure you're able to put any attention or whatever it is you need to this and to that. Right. If you know you're lost, you're gonna lose, you lose yourself, and that situation is not gonna come out the way you want because you weren't able to take it all ahead. Um, so it's 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 tough. Yeah, and you yeah. finding that balance. Finding that balance is is, is tough, and right now, like I'm. I use something to decompress and I got to, I got to stop because I do it too much. I play this game called, uh, uh, call of duty, uh, but it's the mobile version on the, on the iPad. Yeah. 
And it's, it's easy because I ain't got to put it on a TV. I don't got to get, get a, I don't have a, a I got to get rid of my game console because there was only one game I played on it. And it was NBA 2K. And I was like, I'm not buying a whole console just to play NBA 2K. I'm not doing that no more. So, <laughs> so I got rid of that bad boy. And so for years, I didn't play video games. And then I got on to, to Call of Duty Mobile. And at first, I wasn't good at it, so I didn't play it. Then I got real good at it. And then I was like on it all the time. So now... It is a decompression for me, but it's a little too much. Like, I do it a little too much. Like, my wife sometimes be like, hey, you still on the game? I'm like, you. I'm like, yeah, I got to get off. But I, I, now I see how people become gamers. Like, I wasn't never like that coming up as a kid. Like, I played a game, put it down. And, but. Well, you know that they gone. Yeah, yeah. Possibilities ain't being there. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, man. Like, it's just because I was never that. I was never that dude to sit there all day. But then. You just get into it. Your your mental state is um um in it, so you just forget about the time and you know. But we do need that though. You do need that mental space to get away from whatever it is that you're doing on the day to day and just just be. You know, just be. I mean, whatever it is, like for us, you know, as believers, we we use you know our time with God to get away and be in that space. You got to be able to give it up. You know what I mean? I, I lay my burdens down. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just hold on to this stuff. And we do it a lot, and we got to stop as as black men because you see the high blood pressure. You see the a lot of this stuff is based on stress. It's based on stress because they took they've done they've done studies where they had because they try to say it's in all environmental based. It's not. They try to say it's all diet. It's not because you've taken. They've taken black men in a, in, a, in the U.S. I'm not saying abroad because it's different. But in the U.S., you take a black man, put him in a certain environment, eats a certain way, does this, 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 and that, and the other. Because of just the social ills of life as a black man, and we tend to hold on to and not release. They tend to still have a little bit higher blood pressure. They still have those same type of issues and things like that that are related to stress because we don't decompress. We don't let that stress go regardless of the situation that we're in. So we have to be mindful that that exists and we just got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because the next generation of kids is watching us decompress. So they got to jump in and be able to do the same thing. And they got to see ways to do it. Salam, his kids are watching them fish. They out there fishing too. They're decompressing and don't even know it. And that's the cool part about it is he's teaching them something of value that they could take with them. He was talking in the, in the break about things of value. That is valuable for something for them to take on, not only for themselves, but for their kids. You know what I'm saying? And we, matter of fact, I'm going to go off on a tangent. So he was he was talking about value and we, I work right now in a, in, a, in a workspace called Bitwise. Bitwise is was developed for uh, marginalized people to be able to learn uh, code, uh, computer graphics and code and different things that opportunities that most uh, Black, Mexican-American, Asian-American kids don't get. And they brought it in, a, in an area where they can give this away for free. And they bring these kids into these classes. They teach them these skills so that they can take those skills on and and make money. Because Salam was talking about how 
a lot of those kids are in situations where they got to make money now. They can't go to school for seven, eight, nine years and hold off and wait and do this and that with student loans and all this stuff. They got to be able to make it happen. And so they need skills and real things that they can actually apply. And so everything is applicable if we teach it and we give them something of value to take with them. And that goes for real skills, valuable skills towards money and the career that goes towards skill building to learn how to, to deal with stress that goes to skill building, learning how to deal with anything. We got to give that generation a chance and an opportunity to take something with them, something real, you know, because Salam, what you were saying in the break was real, man, taking something of value, like giving something of value to these kids that they could use to make money for themselves and make a career for themselves, make a life for themselves, get, get a wife, get kids, get all this stuff for themselves, they have to have things of value that they can actually apply. Because we don't give them nothing of value. The school system ain't giving them nothing of value. Them schools ain't giving you nothing. You come out, Some most of the people come out smarter doing it on their own. Yeah. Going and getting their own skills, you know what I mean? And then, then what the schools can teach you. Mm-hmm. And it's applicable to the real world. Yeah, like this stuff ain't applicable to the real world. You giving me something I can't go out there and take right now and make something out of. If it ain't something I can actually put and apply and make something out of, then I don't I don't need it. And so that's what these kids are trying to tell the school system is you're failing me because you're not giving me anything that I feel of value. And so I'm not taking anything with me to go do anything other than what I do. Right. And seeing that's how us as fathers, we have to be that same tangent. And give our kids something of value so they don't go and lead to someone else or in the streets or whatever the case may be to figure out what their value comes from. What, their value. what the value system is, because just like Salam was saying, we whatever we value, whatever we put our energy, whatever we put, we we gonna we gonna do it to the to the fullest. And so it's like whether that's gang banging, whether that's you know robbing, whatever that whatever that is, I'm gonna but. If you give the opportunity, you give choices, and you give things of value, now you have a ability to go apply that and do that somewhere else. Like, I always see, man, I was saying this the other day. Drug dealers make the best entrepreneurs. Look at look look at Jay-Z, look at some of these other guys that have Dame Dash that took what they learned from the streets because it applies. It's applicable. What they learn there, they can apply to a business world and do it in a different way. But they probably would have become that anyway had they had the opportunities early on. They would have applied it to something that was positive and do what they did. But because they didn't have anything but the negative, they applied it to the negative. Now, they became kingpins out there, which is still negative, but they still applied what they learned, which was a value. So what I'm saying is... If you give kids this stuff of value early, you could have the 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 mogul Jay Z versus the drug dealer Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. Right. They didn't have to figure it out from And that's the same thing with mental health. If you give them the the things of value to be applicable to their life, they now have the outlet. So when they get older, they know to go fishing. I know to go play basketball. My dad told me to draw. (laughs) Right. And then you ain't going to have them blow up moments where. Whatever the case, there's nothing of that sort of 
like that. But when you learn, when you learn to do better, you will do better. Right, right. And if you have the opportunity, yeah. it's all opportunity choices. Mm-hmm. It's all options. Well, this is the Black Fatherhood Podcast. My name is Jay Cortez Thomas. This is Salam Muhammad. And we just talked about mental health in the black community. Y'all, it is real. We have to do something. We can't keep going the route that we've been going and doing the same thing and, and expecting different results. It's time to really check in in mental health. If you have a community of people around you, check in. Your kids, check in. Everybody needs to know where everybody's at and everybody needs to know, do you have an outlet? And if you don't have one, here's one that I use that you can use to decompress and get yourself right. Because we got to get ourselves right in our community and we got to do it because we're dying out here of, of, of all these diseases related to stress and high blood pressure and all this other stuff because we just don't let it out. Let it out. Talk to somebody. Yeah.